Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. Hi guys. I'm back. Well, actually, I'm always here. So I need to stop doing it. Anyway, guys, I'm here with an incredible band. Um, I'm so stoked you guys could be here. Um, I'm Adam over on Instagram, so they're one of my they're one of my Instagram friends, if you can call them that. Um, but they're a really dope band. Um, they've been together for about a decade, over a decade, and this is gonna be so exciting. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm so psyched to have you. Hi, right, thanks for having us. Hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, we, we oh, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. My bad. Go. Yeah, D- Dan and I have uh, been together about, well, ten we, years, we've been man. together about 10 years. Uh, uh, we've gone through quite a few members, uh, which is like always two steps forward and six steps back, but that's how it is. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. My friend, he he needs a drummer too. So I've been I've been through the whole cycle myself. Have you have you ever seen uh, Spinal Tap? Um, actually, no, I've never seen it. Well, one of the, one of the big gags in the movie is every time the band gets a drummer, the drummer blows up. Yeah. So that's kind of been our gag too, because we've gone through what. Eight drummers, something like that. Yeah, close to eight drummers. Yeah, matter of fact, the, the first drummer was the guy that introduced me and Dan, and then about two weeks later, we never saw him again. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, my god. yeah. Oh my god! Okay, that's that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. I mean, just. Just, just look at that. It's like eight drummers. Can you believe that? Eight drummers, and within that time span of you guys being together, I mean, that's that's a little insane. That's almost a drummer a year. <laughs> um, I guess the longest the longest tenure drummer we had uh, would have been Phil. Uh, Played out with him the most. Yeah, which is funny because he's actually legally deaf. Um, he was injured, uh, when he was in the army, he blew out his eardrums and, uh, he had implants for a while 
and he played. He learned the songs he played with us, but I'd constantly have to turn around so he could see where my hands were on the bass to make sure he was he was in the right spot. Uh, oh my god! And then what was it, about four? The only good ear he had is right ear went, and he went completely deaf. Mm-hmm. So Dan and I, we uh, we waited. And 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 you know, let him do his thing. He got, he ended up getting colloquial implants, and that doesn't work like a normal ear. That's like a that's like direct data right to your brain, and everything is monotone, which made it really difficult. So two years later, he finally gets his ears tuned to where he can, you know, basically hear music almost normal. We started playing again, and then about, I don't know, about four months ago, one of his, his implants went south on him, and that was it. He decided to hang it up, sold all his equipment, and left us looking for another drummer. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, this, this, this is probably one of the craziest things ever been told to me. I think this is one of the craziest. I mean, going through that many drummers, I mean, that's, I mean, I know I've said it many times, but that's, that's crazy. I mean, I know you guys have one now, but like going through that many, and I can't believe he lasted long. I can't believe it. I can't believe he lasted long. Yeah. We've been through a few singers too. Uh, Brandon's our current singer. Uh, yeah, we, we, we had one kid. He was, he was, he liked to do uh, screamo, like the the, the yelling, Ooh. and we 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 got him to sing most of the time and yell a little bit, and it worked. We actually played out live. Uh, we opened for a national act, a uh, band you probably never heard of. Uh, I'm dating myself. <laughs> uh, back when Kiss came out, there was a group called Angel, and the guitarist for them. Uh, got a band, and uh, he was out touring. So uh, the promoter for the show uh, had us open up for him. We actually we we torched them. We actually torched the national act. Oh, that was fun. Played at a place called the Trocadero in Philly. Oh, I uh, love Philly. Have you ever have you ever been to the truck? Um, I passed by there when I was when I visited there a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's 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 an old it's an old theater, but the the main stage is really it's it's great. The sound up there was was incredible. Uh, we had side fills, you had uh, independent monitors, you could tune to whatever you wanted. As uh, as Dan learned when he got yelled at for turning his, his amp up, <laughs> they told him, "Look, man, we can put anything you want through this." <laughs> oh my god! Fun stuff, fun stuff. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the singer we had before, or two singers before Brandon joined us. Was a guy named what the hell was his name? I don't remember his name either. But he was real gung ho. He thought he thought he had, he joined uh, Poison or something. 
I don't know. And, and he got real excited and started doing all this crazy stuff. And at one point, you know, Lourdes Vasgard is kind of like a, a Nordic thing. Uh, well, kind of the impression that's given with the name and all. But uh, this guy went out and he bought himself a Viking helmet. And he, and, yeah, Joe. His name is Joe. And he swore to God he was going to wear that on stage. And uh, that, was, that was the beginning of the end. Mm. We weren't having that. <laughs> shortly after I started, uh, shortly after I started singing for these guys, it was looking like I was going to end up singing and playing drums, which I've done for bands before. But uh, I recently had a broken foot. Uh, I got injured at work, so um, it took a little while to get myself up to speed on the drums. And then by the time I was to the point where my foot was healed enough to play, Colin told me we found Ivan and uh, so we're, we're hoping this goes well because I'm not exactly 100% sure uh, how long I'm going to be able to play sets for but I suppose we'll see what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a curse we have with drummers because right after Ivan joined up with us, before we even played with him he, uh, he hurt his thumb. So we're waiting for that to heal up. And then as soon as that gets gets healed up, we're gonna get out there and start beating down doors oh. again. Wow, awesome! I'm so stoked. I'm so excited when you guys get back. Yeah, come out and see us. Uh, hopefully, I'm down here in Texas. So hopefully, if you guys ever tour. Oh, okay. Whereabouts in Texas? Um, Houston, actually. Houston, spring kind of area. I'm a truck driver. I used to go to Houston all the time. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow, okay. I was down there once, once a yeah. week, and I'd go from Houston down to the valley, down by the border, and uh, pick up produce and then come back. Oh, uh, maybe I'll catch you. I don't run the road no more. Um, I stay local now. That's that's too much work. Makes sense. Makes sense, of sense. But who knows? Um, who, who knows? Maybe we'll bump into each other. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. We but get yeah. this thing rolling. We get this thing rolling good, and get out there and start touring. Oh, sweet. Hopefully, if you guys do, you'll get me, like, a free ticket or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll grant you uh, an exclusive interview. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be interesting. Backstage passes in the works. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'll be doing a fashion show on Instagram, and we'll take, we'll, we'll do, like, a, fa a photo bomb. It, it's funny you say that because uh, uh, one of one of my one of the one of my friends from uh, Facebook and Instagram, a girl I follow, she uh, yeah she does the fans only and, and stuff like that, and uh, she's gonna be uh, promoting our stuff on her pages. Ah, y'all got yourself a little promoter. Yeah. Hey, you know, publicity is publicity. 
Yes, mm -hmm. 100%, including now, including now, anything's, anything like this publicity. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and oh God, you know, I, I've almost forgotten about you guys. Um, let's jump right into, because right now a lot of people have no idea who you are. So um, I always love to give um, the interviewee a chance to kind of give a little bit about themselves. And since there's many of you, I really love if each of you could give a little piece of yourself. Just, just so we're all okay, comfortable. And this is all about you, so, you know. Um, well, uh, I'm Colin, uh, I guess, uh, co-founder, uh, I'm the bassist, I do uh, a good portion of, of writing, so far pretty much all but maybe a verse or two of uh, the lyrics, uh, and that's my role. This is Dan. I'm Dan. I'm the guitar player. Um, me and Colin both write the music. We've been writing for 10 years. <clears throat> um, yeah, me and him pretty much split the music. And then um, he even writes some of the lyrics, but I don't really do any of that. That's about it. I'm Brandon. I'm vocals. Um, I recently joined the band a couple months ago. Um, as Colin said, he wrote the lyrics because all the songs they had, um, he had already written them. Um, minus a, a couple lines here and there in some of the songs that I added later. Um, other than that, uh, as soon as we're ready to work on new material, uh, I'll be hopefully assisting or at least taking over um, in writing. And then whatever input Ivan ends up possibly contributing, we'll see about that. Over your old stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of my older stuff uh, I brought to this band. We're going to be playing that. Um, yeah. Like an old incubus. A couple of different bands, some solo stuff. And uh, as I mentioned, once Ivan gets on the ball, uh, if he's got anything he might bring to us, we'll see what he's got as well. Mm. He couldn't be here today, but He's hopefully joining remotely from his house. I noticed you, uh, you were also followed by our, our uh, my Merc music, mercamusic.com. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they said they follow you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we, yeah, oh, yeah. we've. Uh, Give a, give a plug out. Uh, yeah, if you go to uh, mymercandmusic.com, all one word, and Lords of Asgard, uh, you can find our uh, our shirts and stuff. Good looking shirts. I'm wearing one right now. It's uh, L O U R D E S, Lords. Ah, uh, oh yeah, I remember now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at L-O-A-C-D-J. 
they could pick up an instrument and play other people's stuff. And, and, and I know guys like this. I mean, they, you give him a Van Halen song and he picks it up and he, he sounds like Eddie, but just, you, you give him a bass line and say, Hey, put something to this. And he looks at like, looks at you like he's got, you got three heads. Uh, <laughs> I'm lucky enough to have found Dan and it's like, Dan and I are so connected musically that, I mean, anything he throws at me, I, I, I'll take it and, and come back and it's, I don't know, it's almost perfect. Yeah. And then, we'll, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll hone it down and it's, he's the same way. I mean, I, I give him a bass line and a week later he's come, he comes back and he's, he's like, okay, I got this to it. Or we'll just sit there and start playing and, and, and Dan will just rip off this lead and I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking, man, Am I recording this? Because he's got to play this every time. And Ten minutes later, we got a number one hit single. Yeah. Wish. <laughs> it's rough, though. There, there, there's a lot of people out there doing this. And I like to think of us as a musician's band because we're not just playing three chord progressions. You know, uh, we, 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 we try to make it interesting. Uh, surprisingly, we got a lot of female people that like that like the band. Uh, it's I don't know if you listen to the music, it's it's almost danceable too. Yeah, we we don't write music; we compose works of art. Yeah. Oh, I can. See I that. do the same thing. Um, I do the same thing. Like for years, I've been writing my own solo stuff that I didn't really have a band that wanted to play any of it. Um, and the last few months, because I was out on medical leave with a broken foot, I had been spending. I don't know, 90% of my day just writing and recording my own music just for shits and giggles. <laughs> and, uh, right. you know, now I got somebody to bounce the ideas off of, see what they think. So it's it's coming around. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I love you guys are so dedicated. I absolutely love that. I mean, it's just... It's just so wonderful to know that you're really dedicated, not just doing it for other reasons, let's just say. And that you're well, really- those, those other reasons are, are just a bonus. Yeah. Oh yeah. There will always be a bonus. The main thing for everybody is that they really want to do it. And I can tell the, that you guys have really good chemistry. I can tell you guys have great chemistry. You guys work together pretty well. And in return, you guys um, bring out positivity and make good music. I mean, that's something that I absolutely love. I love that kind. I love that kind of band. I love I love that kind of musician overall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you take pride in what you create. Um, those two tracks, the the tracks we set you. Uh, I gotta say, uh, it's you know we kind of rushed to get the vocals on the tracks. Uh, it's it's not a it's nothing we did in the studio. We actually uh, recorded everything ourselves, and then uh, you know, kind of half-ass mastered it. Um, it's something that we're gonna go back and and, and redo again. Uh, I don't I don't feel like we did Brandon justice. 
when we recorded it. We, like I said, we, we rushed to have something to send. But, uh, I mean, overall, when you listen to it, you'll get the, you'll get the gist of what, we're, uh, of what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, another thing, uh, we, we try not to write each song to sound this. Like a lot of bands, you can hear three different songs and not know the name of the band, but you know it's all the same band. Uh, we, we try to keep, I don't want to say we, 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 we genre jump, but uh, we try to give different, different like tastes when we, uh, when we do songs. I mean, I really don't think that there's two songs that sound alike uh, in our entire catalog. We throw a little, a bit of diversity in the mix. I mean, you hear a lot, a lot of influences that come out. Uh, I know Dan and I are big Led Zeppelin bands uh big influence for me when i uh started playing the bass uh iron maiden was a major influence black sabbath then you'll hear something like Foo fighters and incubus and 90s stuff also yeah so it's all like a mix i i also occasionally have people tell me when they hear my stuff that uh i remind them of a heavy metal david bowie yeah which i'll, I'll take that as a compliment because david bowie was a master of his craft. I, I wish I had his kind of vocals, but I'll take the compliment. Oh yeah, I'm along with that too. And I can see why you have that kind of voice. I can definitely see you. Well, as Colin said, we rushed that song a bit. And me personally, um, my vocals weren't the best because uh, while we were recording and for the last couple months, the regimen of medications I've been on for my foot have kind of been messing with my system a little bit. And, uh, you know, it, my voice definitely wasn't 100% what it could have been, but uh, I'm, I've been done with the medication for a little while now, so things are picking back up. And I'm, I'm feeling a lot better, but I'm sounding a lot better too. That's really, that's really good. It was, it was, it was a rough couple of months. Um, basically what happened is I was at work and a guy on a forklift didn't see me and I didn't see him and he rolling pinned my left foot and I had nine major fractures across the joint lines and six minor fractures. Um, I had five titanium pins, temporary pins in my foot. And I was, I was taking a plethora of antibiotics and painkillers and um, I think one of them might've been a mood stabilizer. Cause I mean, the medications were throwing me into mood swings like crazy. And, uh, you know, I, I was having a little bit of acid reflux here and there. I was, there were days where I would sleep 90% of the day. Um, I lost track of time and I'm not talking about hours. I mean, I've lost days and weeks. Um, cause I was just so medicated cause you know, the first couple of weeks after it happened, like it was, it was so painful, not even the injury itself, just the recuperation from the injury that hurt worse than it, when it happened in the first place. But that also might have something to do with the fact that I was in a freezer that's kept 10 degrees. So I didn't really feel it. But, uh, after I left the hospital two days later, I, I started feeling it and even then, I didn't even know I was in the hospital for two days. I thought I was there for like nine or 10 hours. And they said, no, you've been here for like two and a half days. 
because I, I was so medicated. I had no track of time whatsoever. And I didn't sing for the first couple of weeks at all. And I finally started practicing up once I started weaning myself off the painkillers. And then I met these guys and, you know, just I told myself I got to get back on the ball because I was feeling like crap. I was sounding like crap. And if I want to do audition for a band, I needed to get somewhere, you know, personally with my own voice. And once I met up with these guys, we started playing and, uh, you know, things are getting better. I'm definitely sounding a lot better now than I was weeks ago, but I still got a little bit to go. Not your oh, typical no. sex, drugs, and rock and rolls, huh? <laughs> not, not, not the kind of drugs they, they talk about. Like the good old days, right? Yeah. yeah. I tried weaning myself off the painkiller after the first month, but the pain was still so bad. I was like, um, I, I need to keep taking them. But I haven't taken them for almost a month now, so I'm definitely doing a lot better. Oh yeah, I can tell. I can tell. That's that's a lot going through. I'm so glad that you made it. Yeah, and I'm walking again, so that's good. No, that's even better. My toes, but... Um, yeah, so what are you far, saying? the only one that hasn't that hasn't been hurt is Dan. Yeah, I keep making the joke that uh, he he's our bad luck charm because every time someone joins, they ended up getting injured. Yeah, like back in May, I I. I, I deliver to stores, uh, and uh, I, I took a spill on the ramp and landed on my shoulder. Thought I tore my uh, rotator cuff, but it's it's something in the back. So I've been out of work since May on workman's comp. And Phil had his what was it quadruple or triple? Yeah, Phil had a quadruple bypass. Uh, that was another thing with Phil, our, our, our old drummer. You had a lot of health problems. Yeah, man, it's 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 never boring here. Knock on wood, Dan's the only one that hasn't been hurt yet. You know, we'll be well, playing out very soon. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, that is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that is that is bad luck. But the great news is that if he does get hurt, at least you guys will be even. So, yeah. We'll just put him in a body cast with his arms free and prop him up, up against the drum kit. Yeah, it isn't just, <laughs> it isn't just us either. Uh, even famous bands are having musicians like the last year and a half. Like everybody's getting injured. Vince Neil, like a couple of days ago, fell off stage and broke a couple of ribs. Like, oh my God. I mean, yeah, everybody's getting hurt. Oh, God. Hopefully we don't have anything like that happen because, you know, I, I don't need to be breaking ribs. But then again, he is quite a bit older than I am. And even though he only fell four feet off the stage, like I said, he's a little older. Um, I'm a little bit more nimble than most people my age, let alone, what's he, in his 60s? Something like that. Vince Neal. Singer for Motley Crue. Yeah. That's the thing when you go wireless, you, you, you have nothing tethering you to the stage. Well, at the same time, uh, they viewed video footage from when he fell. There was no spotlight tracking him, so he had no idea where he was going anyway. Yeah. And he took a tumble and broke some ribs. 
Oh God! Yeah. So I see you've done quite a few interviews there. I was I was scrolling through your work. Oh, thank you. I mean, I just gotta keep it going. Gotta keep the. I guess I'm trying to think of a word. Um, the movement going. I'll just say the movement. Um, you know, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta just keep it moving because. There's artists that need a platform, and if I if no if no one's gonna give them it, then I'm the ultimatum. Maybe we got a new uh, trademark slogan: "Move the music." Yeah, it's for. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's funny we uh uh we're involved with the promoter now that's uh that's that's her big thing she's she's an old hippie and she's real big into original bands and about getting us out there and about getting bands paid too because there's a lot of uh there's a lot of discrepancy there when it comes to you know original bands versus cover bands uh i mean we're 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 doing the same thing you know we're still playing music we're still we're still putting in the time traveling and all that but we're not you know we're not getting the money and I'm not doing it for the money, but still, you know, it's it's nice when somebody hands you three hundred dollars and says, you know, great job tonight. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a bonus because yeah, you know, driving to some some places sometimes. Like I've been in bands where we'll drive forty five minutes, play a fifteen minute set, and then drive forty five minutes home, and it's like gas and tolls, and we're not getting paid, and it. it I mean, in your younger years, you don't really think about it much, but, you know, when you got a house of your own or kids or, you know, bills in your name, money tends to be an issue, so. Yeah, and you're not just, you know, it's it's like, you know, instruments and strings and, and chords and equipment just doesn't fall out of the trees. Yeah. Uh, you know. I used to dumpster dive outside of Mars Music for drum heads and guitar strings, and I used to find a bunch of stuff. I mean, I found whole drums, I found pedals, um, guitar pedals, I found microphones, cords, and they needed a little bit of soldering or a nut and a bolt here and there, and they were good. And uh, I added them into my collection, or sometimes I sold them if I didn't need them. But, you know, I can't exactly do that anymore because there's really strict laws against it, apparently. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> wow, what what a crazy world y'all been living in. If you want to uh, snag that tagline, hashtag move the music, feel free. Oh yeah, I think I will use it. But yeah, we're we're trying to do what we can do. I mean, we don't get to practice as much as a lot of bands out there, but then again, a lot of bands out there that practice almost every day and they sound like conveyor belt crap i think we at least got to step up above the competition at this point yeah i'll i'll, I'll say that uh i mean we've, we've dan and i have gone almost two months without practicing together and then get there and plug in and it's like we never missed a beat yeah but that's what happens when you when you find you know people that are you can gel with and you know that's the whole thing. You got to find those those people that you can gel with. And once you gel, 
it, it, it falls, falls together really quick and easy. And like I said, I've, I've been out on medical disability from work, so I've had nothing but time on my hands and, you know, work on my solo stuff, work on the songs that these guys have, tweak them here and there, practice my voice. And uh, some of the, you know, songs, my older stuff, solo and stuff I've done with bands, I gave it to them and, you know, they put their spin on it, send it back to me. And, you know, if needs be, I might do something a little different next time we play it or record it. And, uh, you know, we pretty much just take it from there. Mm. Interesting input. Interesting. Now, those two tracks I sent you, uh, I sent you uh, Tribute and Phantom. I know there's a three after them, but because when I put them in the computer, since there's multiple versions, I got to keep them straight, so I just put the, I just number them. But uh, those two songs, they're probably our oldest. Yeah, I'm one started. Yeah. Pertaining to what you were asking earlier about the origins, uh, what's funny is I had talked to these guys like a year or two ago. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, the face of the earth. Yeah. Uh, I ended up moving, switching jobs. The the place I was living, I found out the guy was like starting a meth lab in his basement. So I kind of got out of there quick. Um, and I was renting a hotel room for a couple weeks. Um, I spent a couple weeks sleeping in a tent in the woods off the side of the highway and, uh, my phone had gotten run over by the work truck. So I didn't have a way to get in contact with these guys. And I had so much like just negative stuff happening to me all at once. And then I finally got a better job, better pay, got my own place. Uh, I'm actually in a house now. I'm, I'm done renting apartments cause that, you know, that stuff sort of birds. Mm -hmm. And then I, I got a, got myself a new phone and was looking for bands and came across these guys profile again. And I said, you know, Hey, what's yeah, going he, on? And he hit me up and I'm like, who the hell's this? <laughs> so we finally met up. We finally met up, ran through some songs and um, apparently they're a singer now. <laughs> God forbid mm -hmm. something happens to, to Ivan. He's, he's going to get on the kit too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still practicing up on the drums for the songs just in case uh, Ivan ends up not making it. So at least we'll be able to play out, and I'll just do vocals and drums at the same time. But I don't know. Ivan, are you there? No, uh, you still not in. Nope. No one else joined. Okay. No. Yeah, we've been messaging him, but we haven't heard from him yet. I hope he didn't break his texting thumbs. <laughs> funny, funny. Um, but thanks for that. Thanks for all this. Um, I'm just taking this all in because I always get overwhelmed by bands because, you know, it's like, it's always like a dream come true whenever I get to see a band. It's like, it's like heaven almost, like a taste of heaven almost. Well, that's how it is for us when we yeah. play, and especially when we, you know, get to talk to a fan or a follower or a promoter um, or, you know, someone like you who's interviewing us. It, we know people are 
hearing the songs, but we never really get to talk to them face to face or over the phone. So it's nice for us to be able to do that too. Because I mean, one of the big things about being in a band is connecting with your audience. And if we don't get to do that, we don't really get any feedback from them. So it's, it's nice to be able to do that every once in a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I love that you guys are so determined to connect with your, with the audience and with your fans. That really shows your commitment. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dan and I, we can attest to it. We play, we played some gigs where there was like what five people in the audience. Yeah, band members, family. Yeah, and you know, <coughs> you you play it like you're playing playing, uh, you know, a stadium. You just you, you put on the show no matter what, whether yeah. there's five people or 500. Uh, and, you know, you still get a thrill out of it because, hey, look, we're the, at the end of the day, we're all attention whores, if I can say that. <laughs> and and yeah. you, you like be, you like putting your stuff out there and you like being watched. You like when people clap for you. It's it's you know, it's it's a human thing. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been in bands where the only members in the audience, all two of them were girlfriends of the band members. And it's, you know, it, it sucks when people don't want to stick around, but we're there to play, we're going to play. Yeah. So at the very least, the bartender gets a hero song he hasn't heard before. Exactly. Yeah, we're, ne we're never, we're never going to put on a, a subpar show just because there's nobody there. Or, you know, the place isn't packed. <clears throat> oh, wow. Now, y'all, I know y'all are, now I see why y'all are like a real band. You guys are really committed to everything. Wow, I'm very impressed. Even if we're only playing for the roadies, we're, we're still going to play, give it our all. Yep. Wow. And if nothing else, it's, a, it's another band practice for us to hone our skills, master our craft. That's it. Yeah. I've done wow. quite a few of those gigs. And then you get the shows where there's a lot of people, but there's not a lot of space to set up. Uh, I've played shows like that where we get a little 10 square foot place to fit six people with all their instruments. And it's ridiculous. You know, I can't play my drums with the bassist ass in my face, but <laughs> we make do with what we get. Oh, yeah. Definitely, 100%. I love that you guys also make the best of your situation, too. But you guys make it a positive thing. Every every situation comes up. Even the changes that went through your band, you're still you're still together. You're still rocking on, and that's like that's like powerful. It's like it's like when you guys told me that you guys were still you know together through all those changes. I it was emotional. Just just a little bit emotional. I think every band goes through that at some point. Some bands, they never make it anywhere because they always have that kind of bad luck and then they just give up. And that's a shame because I've heard some really talented bands give up after a year just because nobody showed up at one gig. And it's a shame, but, you know, that, that's life. Yeah, yeah. You got to get those. You got to get those. And I've, and I've interviewed people like that. They have, con they have concerts and barely no one showed up. But I loved you. I loved you guys. I love. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Just it's just me. Okay, let it out. <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to do? 
<laughs> Go ahead. We're here for you. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Well, I was trying to say that I love that you guys, I love what you're doing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all for it, honestly. Um, I just love this. It's a, it's like I can feel good, you know. I was, I was nervous a little bit because I haven't done a band in what since, I haven't done, I haven't done a group since, what's in October since no, I haven't done it since August, September. So, it's been a while. So, you can, you can see. Oh, you're doing good. Ah, uh, yeah. A, a lot of people who do what you do and a lot of people who are in bands haven't really done anything like that since before COVID happened. So, you know, it's, it's almost like new ground. Like we're learning to do it all over again, but you know, everyone's going to have their struggles and their trials and tribulations. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's, and it's funny you say that cause a person asked me like, could you imagine your show before, you know, before the pandemic, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, if that happened, then I would have you guys, like, fly here just to, you know, just to speak with me, I would, I would have my own studio, and you guys just, I just have, I just have, like, a giant projector, I don't know if you guys watched Jimmy Fallon, but he has that giant projector right next to that little chair, um, kind of thing, um, it was so it's funny you mentioned Jimmy that. Fallon. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's about you. It's about you. I, I guess I'm talking about me. Um, but I just wanted to get a little background history. Of course, now we know um, about you. About you. Um, and we appreciate it. We're also here for music. And that's what we're going to dive into next. Um, okay, great. Yep. Now that we've gotten a little bit of origin, which is good. Um, I want to dive into your music. Um, now, since this is a band, since you guys um, do things so well, it shouldn't be a problem to mention this. Um, so I'm going to dive right into it. Firstly, okay. I'm going to ask for your music process. And usually when I say that, I just mean, what's your process when it comes to making music? I mean, and this incorporates everybody, vocals, bass, it incorporates everybody. What is your whole process? You know, songwriting, production. I want you to let everything out about your process. Don't care how long it is. Just let it all well, Um, If you take like Tribute, the track, one of the tracks I sent you, uh, so that's something that Dan had, had written, and uh, I remember uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, he's like, I've I've got this thing. What was it called before that? There was it always been tribute. Yeah, it was always tribute, but it it wasn't. It, it sounded wasn't, different. It wasn't arranged the same way. And then uh, so like, if Dan's got something, he'll come to me. He says, Hey, I've I've got this. Like uh, like our title track. Lord, we've got a song called Lords of Asgard. Uh, He'll come to me with it, and he'll say, "Okay, I've got this." And what I'll do is, is normally is I'll I'll record it, uh, and then I'll go back in and I'll I'll write down my bass part to it, and then uh, then we'll present it to the drums, and then we'll run through it a couple times. Uh, maybe we'll cut it up into pieces so that the drummer can you know figure out what he's doing with it, and then uh, after that. Up until you know 
we got Brandon, uh, I would sit down and, and, and try and write lyrics to it. And usually whatever I felt at the time is, 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 uh, you know, whatever the song, the music said to me, that's what I would write about. Like, uh, tribute. Tribute. Is, uh, you, ever, you ever see these, those, uh, those, those movies where like, you know, the guy was a, a soldier or a mercenary and he wants to get out of it. He wants to retire and then just, you know, live the rest of his life in peace. Sort of. Well, it, it's like anything else, you know. Uh, or like The Godfather. Every time I think I'm out, they draw me back in. Sorry, bad impression of <laughs> Al Pacino. Uh, it, it's basically about that, you know. That, that, that's he said it's called tribute. So I started thinking about it, and words started coming to my head, and I said I came up with an idea. Okay, well here's this 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 warrior. Or this 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 soldier fortune, uh, you know, a mercenary who's been fighting all his life, and and he feels like he's 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 paid his dues, he, he, you know, but people keep coming to him and 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 bugging him to get back into these fights, and he doesn't want to do it. So that's what inspired the lyrics. Uh, Phantom, the other track. Uh, is actually about ghosts and you know that once they start rolling you know it usually rolls pretty good oh, hold on here what's this how do i how'd it go oh i've just texted text him back tell him we're still doing it he can jump in if he wants but yeah that's basically it or i'll come up with a baseline and say okay normally when i do it i'll, I'll write from, from from beginning to end uh a rough, a rough, uh, rough it out, and then I'll I'll hand it off to Dan, and you know, he'll sit down with it and 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 start working out the guitar parts and the leads, and then we'll get together and uh, you know if we don't have have the drummer with us we'll we'll <clears throat> click track yeah we'll run a click track uh basically just uh, like a metronome, and we'll play along to it. And uh, hammer out, hammer out some of the details, and then again back to the writing, lyrics. Uh, we've had some songs that have gone for months without me, you know, coming up with something to, to write, lyric-wise. Uh, and then one day I'll be thinking about it, and boom, I just get hit with inspiration and start writing it down. And I'm, then I'm texting Dan the lyrics so I, because I don't have paper and so I don't forget them. <laughs> He's like, "What's all this?" <laughs> But as far as, you know, between Dan and I, that's basically our process. Uh, we're going to invoke that process with uh, Brandon. You know, we'll, we'll go to him with uh, the music and say, here, this is what we've got. Uh, this is essentially the, the, the idea behind it and cut him loose. And vice versa, vice versa, you know, he's going to come to us and say, hey, I've got this idea. And then from what he describes to us, we'll try and put it to, put it in musical language. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. I haven't yet uh, gotten a chance to actually write original songs with these guys. As I said, I've spent the last couple months going over the songs that they already had, learning those and getting them down. Um, once we do start writing, as Colin said, 
you know, we're going to tweak our process here and there, but individually what I've done in the past and what I've been doing with my solo stuff is I'll come up with a guitar riff or, you know, Melody. some kind of piano, just some tune, whatever instrument ends up piquing my interest first. And I'll lay that down and then I'll add drums and then the accompanying guitar or bass guitar until I got an entire song. And then I'll listen to it over and over again. And then once the inspiration for lyrics hits me, that's when I'll start writing. And then I'll tweak my voice here and there for whatever kind of sound I'm looking for. And uh, lay that down and see what I come up with, listen to it a bunch of times. And if I want to change something, I'll change it. Um, sometimes I'll go back to a song weeks, months, or even a couple years later, listen to it again, and then say, I could do this better. Let me change this part or that part. Um, I've even rewritten the lyrics a couple times for certain songs. And, uh, you know, that's how I've been doing it for my solo stuff. That's how I've done it with bands before. Um, but even then, one of the bands I was in, we had two albums worth of songs, 14 songs on each album, and we never wrote anything. We literally just came up with it on the spot and recorded whatever we felt like playing that day. And uh, it worked out well for those bands, not so much other bands, but every musician and every band as a whole has a different method of coming up with stuff. So it's, it's really just, as Dan had mentioned before, feeding off your band members. You know, when you're exchanging that kind of energy, if you try to write a song by yourself, it might sound awesome to you and, and people might like it. But then when you try to write that same song with the band, it's going to sound completely different. So yeah, eventually we'll get to that point as a band and uh, hopefully we'll come up with some gems. Like I'm constantly sitting there with my bass and I'll just not, not even trying to come up with something. I'll just, you know, just randomly running up and down the neck and I'll, I'll, I'll be fiddling around and I'll come up with a, I'll come up with a riff. Uh, you know, sometimes it's just a, you know, a simple groove and then I'll, I'll, I'll go back and expand on it and I say, okay, well, what can I put to this? And I'll put something else to it and then I'll record it and send it off to Dan and say, what do you think of this? And I'll either get a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Most of the time it's a thumbs up. Uh, Dan, Dan, Dan. I mostly write when I'm at home. I like to sit there and listen to what Colin sent me and trying to figure out what I think would be best. I come up with a riff too, same thing. I sit there, play, just messing around. I'll play a couple cover songs to warm up. And then I'm just fiddling around. I come up with something. And then um, I'll send it back to Colin and he'll tell me if he likes it or not. And we usually go from there. Mm -hmm. I love the indebtedness. You went all in out. <laughs> Didn't I? What's that? You went all in out. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I, I was just taking this all in. Uh, clearly, the process is working because you guys are still making great music together. I absolutely love how you go about music. And overall, I see you guys have great, you know, like I said before, you guys have great chemistry. You guys, work, you guys work well together. I love it. Thanks. Thanks.
No, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Um, it's not leisure. Has I been signed in yet? Um, no. Did you guys give him like the Zoom thing? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I emailed it to him and and sent it on uh on uh Instagram. Well, nope. No, he, he, he kind of feels like you know since he he hasn't really done. <laughs> You know, he's he's only just joined that he he wouldn't have anything to, you know, contribute. But, hey, you know, he can jump in. He shouldn't be feel embarrassed. I've, I wish he was on the phone right now. Like I could tell him, I've done people younger than you. I've done I've done, fifteen year olds. I've done fourteen year olds. I've done thirteen year olds. Like I've done I've done kids. So, it's it's no big deal. Um, if you have a small role, I've done small artists. I've done artists that haven't been put on music yet. So it's no big deal at all. But anyway, I'm just going to jump forward. Um, okay. Now I want to get an overall look at your sound as a, as a band. Um, okay. So overall, as a, as a group, how would you describe your music? You know, we've been asking ourselves the same question, and we've asked others, uh, like, what genre do we fall into? And uh, it's definitely hard rock. I would say it was metal or alternative. Yeah, we kind of skirt the edge of metal with some songs, and some songs were like just sounds more like Zeppelin-y kind of. Just, just straight old rock and roll. Uh, forty tons definitely like our Zeppelin song. Yeah, forty tons is definitely definitely rock and roll but it's it's rock and roll with you know nuance see that's the, that that's the word i was looking for it's it's it's, it's, it's we try to try to invoke a certain amount of nuance in everything we write like uh i'm sure a lot of gamers gamers know this term easter egg you know we try to put easter eggs in there little things that you'll be like oh did you hear that and you know it'll stick with them oh yeah uh, a lot of people have described it as, as, you know, stuff that gets stuck in their head. Uh, yeah, but, but I guess if you had to put a label on us, we're, 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 we're rock, hard rock, you know, kind of progressive hard rock. Yeah, just the right amount of metal and classic rock in there. Just a tiny bit. Blues, like, uh... Uh, Hammerfall, right before the solo, uh, you've got this, 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 uh, instrumental metal riff, metal riff, like, uh, like a bridge. It's just, it's just a little, a little instrumental thing in the middle of the song, right before Dan goes into the solo. But then right at the very end, I lay down this, this blues groove, you know, bass line, uh, it's, it's, it's like I stole it from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> But it's 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 cool because it just slows the tempo down, and it just adds you know another layer. Like when you listen to tribute, uh, we're going on, and and you'll hear that you'll, you'll hear we we've got a section in there right after the second chorus, where it sounds like we're going to go into a third verse, but we don't. We change it up a little bit, and then we just break down to this 
to this. Uh, well, actually, it is a third verse now. We break down the tempo to this 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 real melodic uh, type. I don't know what you'll call it. And uh, Brandon doesn't sing the verse; he actually speaks the part, uh, which like kind of like a soliloquy, and it's it's. It, it works really good, and then from there, it, the tempo picks up just a little bit more, and Dan takes us out with a solo. Yeah, that spoken part, um, it's kind of right where the guitar rests a little bit, brings the energy energy down just a little bit, um, and the, the spoken part kind of really solidifies the ending of the song because we amp it up again, and... Uh, you know, just rip back into it after the solo. And uh, it, it kind of adds, you know, like Colin said, that little nuance that you don't often hear in a lot of songs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not criticizing people's people's craft, but uh, it's kind of a lost art where, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, even go back to, like, to Motown. And, and and the older stuff, uh, you know, you get the same thing just repeated over and over and over again, almost like a run-on sentence. Uh, they change a little bit for the chorus, and then they run on sentence some more, and that's it. That's your whole song. And, you know, that's just something we try not to do. We, we, we try to make it interesting at some point, like just, just throw these little nuances in there just to keep you on your toes. Oh wow, that was that was neat. Yeah, and the spoken part of that song, um, you know, it, it kind of helps. At least for me, it helps remind people that the song isn't just a song; it's a story. Yeah. You know, it's it's about something. It has meaning. It has depth. So the spoken part kind of reminds people, you know, the, this is a story that's being told about a specific event or person or an experience in one of our lives. And it, it kind of, you know, paves the way for the rest of the song. And like I said, we bring that energy back up again, and it just solidifies it, helps bring it right back around. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that, because, like, uh, with my writing style, I, I don't like to I – told, I told Dan, we're not going to write love songs. Just not going to do it. Uh, there's enough love songs in the world. We don't need to add to that, that pile. Uh, it's not that I have anything against love or romance or anything. I think it's great, but it's just not, not what we're doing. Uh, a lot of stuff is a story, you know, uh, uh, especially tribute. And, you know. It's, it's almost along the lines of the band Man of War. A lot of their songs are about, you know, the, the hero of the story or the fallen soldier. You know, it's, it, it tells a tale. You know? Iron Maiden too. Yeah, usually a story. It it tells a tale. Mm -hmm. it, it's got some meat to it. It's not just a bunch of words strung along to a tune. Exactly. Oh, it makes total sense. It makes total sense, and I totally get you. Totally got you. I, I think because of that, our 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 age. Spectrum as as far as you know, people that, that like it, I mean my my kids are older now, but when they were younger, 
you know, I'd hear him humming the music all the time, and he's stuck in her head. <laughs> but it kind of it kind of reaches across the the whole spectrum. Listen to me. I sound like I sound like a, a ten ten Grammy uh, award winner. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that'll happen. Well, we're not just doing it for the kids. Oh, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying like options. Oh, we lost you. What's that? I'm just saying options. Why? Because you said Grammy, so. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we're all for it. But we're we're not going to be featured on uh, Nickelodeon anytime soon. Oh no, no, don't no. That's like a controversial thing. Like that in Disney Town, you cannot mm, never. The day the day my music gets the Kids Choice Awards, that's the day I hang up my drumsticks. Mm-hmm. No shit. So now, question for you. You, you, you found this on uh, Instagram. Did you, uh, what drew you to us? Oh, okay, good question. I was gonna do a switch of you, but anyway, um, so <laughs> every time I open up Instagram, every time I open up Instagram, I get uh, like a suggestions list. Um, every time because when i go to home uh, of course it's the post from people i follow and then and then i think right below or in the middle of the post it has a list of accounts to to follow like um like here's a few suggestions for you and your name popped up um and your name popped up and i was looking at your profile i remembered you from a while back because it was actually the second time um that i've seen you the first time was actually an accidental thing I did um, in which I played one of your songs and it was actually um, in a tutoring session. I accidentally played one of your songs. I um, actually played one of them in a session and they asked, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know what is that. Um, and then I stopped and then that, I kind of forgot about y'all until you popped up on Instagram. And I was like, I remember them. Yep, I remember. And I was like, they seem cool. They seem cool. They seem amazing. And they, and they're, they're well together. And I love bands. I don't do a lot of bands, but what I do is like phenomenal. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna hit them up on Instagram, uh, DM away. Um, and I didn't know you guys would answer, so I was lucky. Yeah, well, I've had a lot of time on my hands, so <laughs> I, I I do a lot of flipping through my phone. You, you call me at a good time. <clears throat> That's good that the profile had that enough of an impression for you to remember, though. So we thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Because originally I posted like two songs complete, and then I said, you know what? Let me go back in there and, and just just give like teasers. So, I mean, if you heard the teaser and thought thought enough of us to ask us to be on, that's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys are so cool. I mean, uh, it's like I, I love bands. You know, you guys know that. I mean, I love bands. I grew up listening to rock bands and groups, so it's it's a little taste of history almost. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. There's there's always going to be 
you know, uh, a little bit of history behind a band between their, these guys and mine, it's, it's a little bit sorted, but every experience we've had individually or as a band brought us to where we are, whether it's, you know, in our personal lives or as a band or when we're writing music, like recently Dan and I had been having conversations about certain songs we think would be excellent covers. And he mentioned a couple good ones that I liked. I mentioned a couple good ones that he likes. We have yet to run through them because we're still working on the material we have. But I know Dan is really looking forward to getting up there with his guitar. Yep. Oh, yeah. I can definitely tell you guys are so packed. At once. Have you ever heard Brandy? The song yeah. Brandy? Yes. I love Brandy. Not, not, not the singer. The song. Oh. Yes, I love I love the song Brandy. You know what I'm talking about? Brandy, you're a fine girl. Yeah. It's it's a song. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, they actually used it on uh the second uh <coughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh we we actually covered that. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> we wow. didn't play it out anywhere, but uh we did we did practice it. It came out pretty good. Yeah, well, Red Hot Chili Peppers covered it too. Yeah, I, I think I could have done better with my vocals, but yeah. I mean the drum track was, you know, decent. And well, I mean, Phil, Phil played with us at that point. Dan nailed the guitar, so it was easy to follow. I I knew the song already. I had just never played it, but um, if it weren't for Dan's cues, I wouldn't have known where I was in the song. So, you know, he did a really good job with that and. You know, I mean, that, that helps with a lot of singers. A lot of them follow the guitar. Um, my issue was because I was primarily a drummer beforehand. Uh, occasionally when I would sing for bands, I would kind of get myself lost in listening to the drums and forget my spot. Ah, makes but, perfect sense. Um, you know, when, when I'm in a drummer frame of mind and then I got to start singing, you know, it's it's it can be a little difficult to differentiate the two, you know, to follow one more than the other, um, especially since I do both, but um, I hadn't done it in so long. You know, I had been just in the drummer frame of mind for years and years and years. And, uh, you know, the first couple of times we practiced, I kept losing my spot, um, forgetting what I was singing, not just with their songs, but even with my own songs. And uh, I didn't think I'd ever forget where my spot or where I was at with my own music, but it happens. But thankfully, Dan's a, a hell of a guitarist, and you know, now I'm able to follow and know where I'm at based on his cues. Or if I'm looking at Colin when he's playing the bass, because I know he does a certain nuance on his bass at this point of the song or that point of the song, I know exactly where I'm at at all times. What do you, uh, Dan and I got together the other day and, and ran through the songs real quick, uh, just just to say sharp. And uh, uh, we were running through one song and, and we didn't have Brandon there singing. And I'm going to one section and he's he's going off to a, he's he's jumping ahead to like right before the solo. <laughs> like what are you doing? <laughs> he's like oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, you, you depend on each other for cues and 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 to keep you keep you. All together, uh, when you 
when you're not used to having a singer, you, you rely on memory and and muscle memory and and, and whatnot. And uh, but now that we've got someone singing, you know, you've got you've got a, a, a different uh, what's that word? Uh, a different different stimulus to keep you on track. Very true, very true. And yeah, I get you. I mean, I also sing, so I've gone through the same kind of motion and that same kind of moment. And wow, I did not know y'all did covers. Y'all must sound pretty good then. We try. We think we do. Local time by y'all's um, voices, I can definitely, I can definitely envision it. And I, I've been the same when I did singing, like people, people said it was like, okay. So we share that. Yeah, every, every band and every musician, especially the individual or solo artist, they're always going to think they sound good. But like I said before, until we get that chance to connect with people and, you know, get their viewpoints on it, we're always going to have a one-track mind when it comes to that because we're biased. You know, we're the ones writing and performing the songs. We don't write it so other people will like it. We write what we feel. Hopefully people like it, but, you know, it does still help to get a little bit of constructive criticism, not just from each other, but from fans as well. Um, like, I'm telling Dan all the time, one of the things he does in a certain song I really like, but then if we're playing a song and he switches something up that I hadn't heard before. It's new to me. Throws you off a little bit. It, it throws me off. It's oh, not yeah. that I don't necessarily like it. I just hadn't heard it before. Um, or when Colin would do that on bass, but when we tell Dan, you know, try this instead of that, he'll try it. If we collectively like it and it sounds better, we'll stick with it. If not, we trust Dan's instincts. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, we stick with Dan's instincts anyway. I mean, he's he's a hell of a guitarist. I'm like that with the drummer. I mean, uh, I mean, you can play the drummer can play like animal on uh, you know soloing, but if if if, the, if he does something different with the kick or on the snare, that that kick snare, that that uh, that upbeat and downbeat, it throws me all off. Uh, it just completely throws me off. I mean, I'll adjust to it, but it's you know, it's something you hone in on because that's that's you know, that's what keeps the groove going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I can see why you have to build the stimulus. I can definitely see where you need to build. I and I see where you need to build though, and. I totally get why you guys got to connect with your fans. I mean, yeah, it's true if you don't let, uh, let people hear. It's You can't honestly know if you're good or not. You only got to have a vote. I mean, you got to have, like, the community look and see. I mean, if you if you don't give people a chance to, like, hear what you got, I mean, can you honestly say, you're, can you honestly say what you have is good? I mean, I don't know. Can you honestly say it's yeah, good? People don't hear. I've I've gone through my 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 friends list on Facebook and just picked random people and said sent them like uh, songs and said hey you know give me an honest opinion what you think of this 
And uh, I have to say it's, it's almost 99.9% positive every time. I mean, look, I, I tell them, look, just be brutally honest with me. Don't, you know, sugarcoat it. If you don't like it, say you don't like it. Then tell me why. And, and you know, I'm not going to block your unfriend you because of it. I just, I want input. You went to Facebook, dude. Oh, God. that That's why I have the 90%. That's why. What's well, that? So far, we've been lucky as far as the people following the music because it's, it's not always going to be hit or miss. It's not that cut and dry because... Like if you post something on YouTube, you can have, you know, 10,000 views, but only 20 likes. So, you know, if somebody doesn't like it, even though they viewed it, that doesn't necessarily mean they like it. But, you know, it's, they say numbers don't lie, but I mean, there's a gray area in there. And I mean, one of our songs, for example, Hammerfall, I thought what I was doing with the vocals sounded good at the time. And then, you know, Dan said, well, why don't you, you know, bring the volume up, go a higher octave, you know, and I tried it and it sounded good and I liked it better than what I was doing. And I hadn't thought of that before. And then in one of the other songs, Colin was like, why don't you do what you do in Hammerfall? Try it at a higher octave. So we did. And it's been that way ever since. So what I thought sounded good, sounded good to me, but it didn't sound good collectively. And then once we tried it the new way, it did sound better. And, you know, there's always going to be that constructive criticism that you might miss if somebody doesn't say something. I think that's probably got to be the hardest thing for someone to sing in because, you know, you hear your voice inside your head and then you listen to it on a recording and it doesn't sound the same. Yeah, that's... It, it's. So it's, that, that's got to be like a monkey wrench for you. And I thank God every day I'm not tone deaf. <laughs> Ooh, good show, yeah. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be one of those singers that thinks they sound like super awesome and then you listen to a recording of them and it's, and it's like somebody's brutally beating a cat. <laughs> Go. True that. 100%. Very true. Loving the in, loving this inside, by the way. I'm just learning so much. I'm learning so much. Like, oh, it, it feels weird, like, back in the classroom, I guess. What's that? Oh, nothing. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. Just thinking out loud? <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Let's go with that. Um... So, to the one which I was questioned earlier, um, was there anything that you would like to openly ask about? Um, ask about me. Uh, it doesn't have to be like about me. Just openly ask. It could be anyone. Um, just so we can just connect more, because I, because I've learned a lot about you guys. I love all this. I feel like you guys are urging something. So, you guys don't dare me well, if you want. You said you sing. Uh, where, where, can we, where can we hear your stuff at? Yeah. Oh, I don't record yeah. music. I don't. I'm only a songwriter for now. Oh, jeez. Maybe, maybe Dan can write a guitar riff to one of your songs. Uh, that'd be so nice. 
Um, but yeah, I've actually sang on the show before. I don't know if you're probably new to the show, but if you watch my other show where I sing, um, like the one with the Shifley band in it, you should collab with them, by the way. Um, the Shifley band, they asked me, like, musically, you should sing. You Can you sing? We dare you to sing. And I sing, and they're like, oh, wow, it's amazing. Uh, and that, like, teared me up when they said that, like, oh, my God, like, oh, it's like, like, I love that, well, so. Maybe we'll get the opportunity to cover one of your songs someday. Uh, maybe. I mean, I have published songs before. Um, but yeah, I'm really hoping soon I can start, you know, recording. And even so, um, I just like to do a little bit of, you know, just a little bit of singing just because, like, if you ask me right now, musically, could you sing something? And I'm like, sure. And uh, that's a little snippet I like to give. I like to give people little snippets just so they, they can feel nice and happy and warm inside, you know. Well, who do you sound like when you sing? When I sing, oof, that's, I've actually heard back when I sing. Um, so I have a weird voice. You notice I have a weird voice. Um, so when I sing, it's like kind of high, but also low. It's actually both. Um, and it's especially crazy when I vocalize. When I vocalize um, and do vocal exercises, it's it's crazy too. Like, just wait to wait till you ask me. To, like, hear it. Um, you'll see. <clears throat> Sorry about that noise. We're outside, sitting on the deck. That's a jet flying over. <laughs> I don't know oh. if you can hear it. That explains so much. I thought you guys were like inside inside in the studio. Nah, nah, we're sitting out on the deck. Uh, we all smoke. Filthy habit. Yeah. And that's the neighbor's dog. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, sorry, uh, the, the guy that has our, that we go to this uh, rehearsal studio was trying to call me. I can call him. Do you want to pause for for a moment and just answer? Nah, nah, nah. He's, he's a pain in the butt. Oh. <laughs> They'll ask me some name, some questions. Oh, why am I dying? I don't know. Just in case. No, nah, I got twenty-two percent. I'm good. I'll plug it in anyway. Awesome. We're, we're still trying to get Ivan to join. Has he joined yet? Nope. And he might be having some, some difficulties on his end. That's all right. It's been over an hour. I don't think he's showing up. It's been over an hour. It's, it's all right. There'll be other ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm always open if you guys want to ever come back and get him back here. I'm open. Yeah, we'd like to, uh, once we start... Uh, getting some practices in and once we get him up to speed on the drums and everything's tight maybe we can do a live one for you yay that'd be so nice that'd be so nice I mean knock out a few songs live for you oh yes maybe we'll even cast out a show sometime yay you guys got me I'm a DM away okay yes yes all right, you guys got any more you like to throw? No, I think we covered everything. Yeah. 
Oh, you guys don't have so, anything else to ask? Are you guys out of the tank? Well, I was going to ask, ask you musically. What, what, what do you what What do you like about us? Oh, good question. Um, well, firstly, I was I was nervous to meet you, um, but now getting to know you, I'm starting to. I like the I like the chemistry. First of all, I love that you guys. You know, you guys know each other. You guys are well equipped. I also love the way you guys um, work around music. I like I love you guys are very patient, very persistent. I'm very manageable. You know, I'm very manageable. Um, I guess yeah, those. And I love that no matter what, you guys keep pushing on and still making music. That's something that's really important to me. Not just not just because you're a band, not just because you're here. Like it's important, you know, to me knowing that you guys, you know, you guys have developed music because music is a part of my life too. It, I've told everybody, I've told people, I've sang for seven, eight years of my life. Um, I've been singing that long and I've been songwriting for over a year. So it's music's a part of my life. And I love meeting people that are just as serious about music as me. So just hearing that part and just, and just getting this positive vibe from you, it's like overall, like I'm very impressed and very, very happy at the moment. And this is probably the most happiest of considering of all the shit that happened. Um, earlier which we won't get into uh, hey uh could you, could you pause for just a second uh sure i guess just a second okay all right Let me know um, are you paused oh okay you want me to pause gotcha gotcha pause okay Okay, there we go, there we go. All right, thanks for that question though, thank you. And, you know, don't be ashamed to ask me anymore. You, um, this is an open space, so anything is anything. Anything is game for me, daring questions, anything at all. So how's the weather down in Texas? Um, it's, well, so, it's really sunny. Um, it's sunny most of the year. Um, right now, it's starting to get cool. It's starting to become fall. So it's starting to get really cool. Today in the morning, it was 57, and I felt so good going to work today. It felt really good. It was 57. No, it was 55. Yeah, it was 50. It was 56. Yeah, 56, and it felt good to go to, to, go to work and not be... Usually, it'd be like 70, and... I'd be already sweating when I get there, but it it just feels good. But most of the year, the year up to until um, the middle of October, it will get hot. And we don't, it doesn't snow down here, so it's going to be the sun all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I used to, uh, I used to go down there all the time. Actually, Texas kind of annoyed me because they, you guys name all these these ditches. You, you give them river names, and there's no water. <laughs> that bugged me. <laughs> oh, that is annoying. That is annoying. Maybe well, it's the dry, reason dry. why they did. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was a tribute. Maybe it was just a tribute. Um, or maybe it was just like I a think. I think when it's like flash floods, 
they become rivers, but yeah. Yeah, that that is weird. And sometimes when they say a flash flood happens, it usually just means it's heavy rain or something. Yeah. Those kind of things. Um, but yeah, overall, it's pretty good. I love Texas. I love the freedom that I get to have down here. Um, I just, I just like it. Um, but hopefully soon I get to actually travel. A lot of my, a lot of my friends, they want me to visit. They want me, they want me to go to Cali. They want me to go to New York. They want me to go to Boston. They want me to, they want me to do, like do a U.S. tour. Like, I like that kind of thing. Like, I'm like, and then weirdly, there is one weird thing, uh, weirder than what you guys mentioned earlier. Um, they mentioned, I think when my friend mentioned a month ago, like, hey, would you think about doing a podcast tour? And I'm like, what would that be? Like, I mean, like when I heard that, I was like, um, like I was, I was blown away, but also like confused. Like, it's like. Get out on the road and you go visit all the people you've interviewed. Well, I guess so, yeah. And then I get to meet artists on the road, like, but I was like telling her, telling her like, um, that's crazy, a tour. Um, that's crazy. I, I thought she was joking, but she was not joking. Like, are you doing it or not? I was like, I don't know if I can give you a clear answer because this is touring, not just, not just me sitting at my table with a computer. Well, not only would you get to talk to some of the people you've interviewed, but you also might find some new ones while you're on the road that you might not have discovered before and vice versa. Oh, yeah. Like, we're a stone's throw from Philly. Uh, Philadelphia. And uh, there's a lot of bands and uh, a lot of music going on in Philly. And we're about two hours from New York. So we're, we're kind of like right in the middle of it. Oh, you live around there. Oh, I have some family down there. Yeah, we're we're in South Jersey. Oh. Not to, not to be confused with New Jersey. <laughs> I'm bon no, he's from New Jersey. <laughs> we're, we're in South Jersey. <laughs> oh no, he's got a house out in uh, Medford. Oh. Did he buy it? Who, who, who got the eagle's nest? Oh, they turned that into a, a nursing home. Never mind. Yeah, there's there's a lot of strong music in this area. Um, unfortunately, some of it goes never being heard. But um, you know that that happens. Not every band's going to get out there. Not every band's going to make it. But I mean, all you can do is hope and get yourself out there and you know, with the help of interviewers and promoters and, you know, people who do what you do, we now have that chance, especially in the age of technology. I mean, pretty much everything's online now and still some of these bands just never get heard. And it's a shame because some of them are really talented, but, you know, until they come across somebody who does what you do or they walk into a guitar center and see an advertisement for a promoter, unless they, you know, experience that type of happenstance you know they're just they're just going to be playing for themselves and it's a shame i know i know and you, you took you took the words out of my mouth i was literally going to just say that after you were 
after that, I was just about to say that, like, I was about to jump in and say, no, no, that's why I do this, because it's also people that are not heard, or they're not heard enough, this is, like, the place for you, so I've been thinking about that, honestly, with you talking about it, I've thought about it, and, you, you know, you're right, I would meet people that I've interviewed, I've always wanted to, because this is an audio interview, I've never actually, most of the time, I've never seen people's like faces before um some of most people everybody that I've ever met they've never seen actually my face before so it's that but it's also opportunities for people um that I've that I've never heard before it's opportunities for them and it's just it just sounds exciting it's just seen so much as a person yeah. and who knows oh hold on um uh, in the way of promoting, if if you've got like uh, some sort of promotional, like uh, photo or something, uh, like I don't know, like a poster type photo of of your of your uh, your podcast, you want to promote? By all means, send it to me. I'll I'll post it up on the site. You know, we we take care of those that take care of us, and that's, you know. Like other bands and stuff, if 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 they if they prop us up, you know we do the same thing. That's that's that that's kind of a mutual respect. That, that's how we stay. Uh, you know, you know, there's unity in numbers. So. Mhm. Mm oh yeah, one percent, one hundred. Um, but I only have my logo. I only have a podcast logo I use. Send that. Like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll put it up there and, uh, you know, I'll throw it up on, a, up on that. We're, we're, gaining, we're gaining followers every day. So it's, you know, I, I just started the, the band page about two weeks ago or so, maybe three weeks. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's gaining steam. Uh, plus, we've got a... Uh, about 300 followers on Facebook. Uh, so, you know, publicity is publicity, right? Yeah. You're right. You're definitely <laughs> Oh, I feel like crying, but I can't. Oh. <laughs> you know, whatever helps us, helps you, helps us to help you, helps each other. So, and you never know if you're out on the road or even just doing a podcast from home, you might discover the next top 10 and, uh, you know, somebody might discover you and get the opportunity they never had. That is very true. That's absolutely very true. Oh. Um, oh God. Well, we're about out of steam. Oh, you're out? Are you out of steam? Yeah. Uh, Brandon's got to get going. And oh. uh, Dan, Dan, Dan's got to be at work at 5 o'clock in the morning, so he's got to go and get his beauty sleep. Oh. Oh, and, I gotcha. Uh, I gotcha. No worries, no worries, no worries. I just wanted to just close it out before you guys have to leave. Yeah. I, I know how Absolutely. I get you, I get you. Um, I just want to deeply from my heart say thank you guys so much. You guys have made my day. You guys are so amazing and incredible. And I wish nothing from the best of you. Um, 
I hope everything, you know, um, works out and everything, you know, gets better and better. And I cannot wait for new music from you. And, um, you know, if you need support, you need anything in the future, you know, I'm a DM away. Um, I've got shows back and hopefully y'all got mine. So thank you guys so much. Definitely, definitely. I, I saw I saw that you sent you sent me that, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put it up there. No problem. No. And uh, hey, hey, this is our first podcast, our first interview as a band, so we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And we're sorry our drummer couldn't make it, but we definitely appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to talk with us. Yeah, of course. You guys are so awesome. It was such a pleasure getting to meet you and to do this. You guys are so incredible. You guys are so amazing. And hey, you guys out there who's watching, don't think I didn't forget about y'all. Y'all make sure to check them out. I will link um, below. Um, damn it, I forgot y'all's name again. Can you just say it again? Lords of Asgard. Lords of Asgard, okay. Y'all make sure to check out Lords of Asgard. Down below in the link provided for you, um, make sure to check them out. You might as well be losers if you're not checking them out. So I suggest you do it. Um, and they have lots of great things planned, so stay tuned with them. Um, keep on supporting Wrap It Out Podcast, because um, we are everywhere, so you can't really get away. Um, and thank you guys again. I know you guys got to head out, um, but I appreciate you guys, and you guys are so incredible, and you guys are amazing, and I appreciate you. And I just want to leave you guys with that. I just wanted to leave you guys knowing that I appreciate everything you guys are doing and are going to continue doing. Not a problem. Thanks again. Thank you. We get, we get something more substantial and uh, we'll, we'll, give you, we'll, we'll give you the exclusive. Oh, yay. Aren't they so sweet, y'all? <laughs> Aren't they so sweet? Well, I guess that'll be a wrap up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, keep on supporting Wrap It Out and keep on supporting the artists. That's what we're here for. All right, guys. See you guys in the next one. Don't be losers. Peace. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight as we dove into a wonderful podcast episode. Now, in this following segment, you will get a chance to hear this artist's showcase because every artist that comes on the show requires to do a showcase. So... Buckle up, get some popcorn, and enjoy the showcase. I hope you guys love it, and check out the artist when you get a chance, too. Hope you guys love it. Enjoy.